the mics are turned down a little bit lower or gauges one or the other I don't know which one it is so make sure when you go to read uh, speak up for you can you can hear but Jerry do I have you number one yep Jared's going to come up and read a few things. What we're talking about here is it's things that has affected these people, some of the people in the congregation this year, or before, I should say. Good job. One at a time. I feel that God, that it is God who made it possible for me to spend more time with my granddaughter. I thank him all the time that I can do this. You know, we have uh, things that keeps us sometimes from being with our families like we want them to. And I need to use the arrow and it's down, I hope. There it is. <laughs> uh, oh, I love technology. <laughs> but, uh, you know, through this COVID and through the many things we've had right now, you know, our world has been turned upside down. Uh, the things that we took for granted is not there. Things that we thought would never happen, we're doing. Uh, it's really a patience. So when we have things like this uh, come in our lives, you know, Christ touches our lives each and every day. It's not just a special occasion or not just a, a death or, or, or a sickness or something like that. Our daily walk is with Christ. You know, we turn around, and I think one of the biggest importantest things to us to remember is each and every day we need to walk with Christ. The world, if we walk in the world, we're going to be in trouble. We're going to lose. There are no ways that we can handle the day-in and day-out pressures of doing it by ourselves. And why would we? We got somebody who can walk along with us, help us through. There are going to be terrible things happen to us, and we know that because the world is that way. It will do that to us. But each and every day, we go to God and Christ both and, and talk to them, and they can help us carry out the things that we want to do so we can treasure them things. We all need to walk through the valley. It's a very important thing. We read scripture and talked about where we would have them trials. And the valley is the trials. The valley we go through of the world, we have to walk through it every day. We have to live in it, but we don't have to live part of it. Jerry? I feel that God was instrumental in the way I met my wife. We were having church meetings in our house, and one of the ladies who attended worked with my future wife. She kept having a nagging thought to introduce me to her coworker, but she was hesitant to get involved. Finally, when she couldn't go, let go of the idea. She asked the young lady for permission to introduce us. She did, and I was fortunate enough to get more than one date, and the rest is history. We lived just 15 minutes apart, 
but would never have met if that nagging idea hadn't led someone to put us together. I feel that it was God's will for us to meet. We are touched every day by the power of God. Things happen all the time that we don't understand and, and, and don't even realize that God has a hand in it. God does things all the time to make our lives better. How they, they help us be able to reach our goals. How he helps us in so many ways. I love this passage and one of the reasons why by knowing talking to the person uh, to get this message I also know that I didn't put it in there but I also know that this person's mate okay, I'm not going to do hims and hers <laughs> turned around and found the Lord through him We'll never know if she would have, if they would have not found the Lord, but we know that they reached that way in, 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 a, in a big part of the church. Zach, I believe you got three and four. Driving down the expressway to pick up someone for church service on a bitter cold day, an eyelash fell into my eye with my contact lens. When this happens, you feel like a stick is poking you in the eye. It is painful when tears fill your eyes so you can't see. You're squinting and blinking furiously, just trying to keep on the road. I prayed to God to help me get rid of that eyelash so I wouldn't leave someone standing out in the cold. And before I went around... Before I went around another bend, the eyelash was gone. I was driven miles before trying to get to where I was going with someone, something in my eye. But thankfully, this time wasn't one of them. I feel that God knew I needed him in that moment to help me help someone else. An eyelash. You know, it doesn't seem like much, you know. But we have a problem. If we need, have a need, he's told us to ask. This person asked, and they received. We really don't know what would have happened if that eyelash wouldn't have got out, if they would have been all right or not. But they wasn't worried about it. They know what to do. They went to God and asked for help, and it was there. We need to... Realize the little things in our lives need the asking just like the big things. You know, we're not going to overwhelm him. He's not going to say, oh, you're always guessing so much. You know, just give me a break. I think it would be just the opposite. Please, come to me all the time. If you need me, let me help. I mean, we know Jesus Christ by the scripture. We know that's what he wants to do. He wants to be with us. He wants to help us. He wants us to overcome the things in our lives. In the Bible, it talks about all the different people he, he cured. 
He did that for a reason. I think one of the reasons, I know one of the reasons for he could show the world who he truly was, but also the enjoyment he got out of being able to help his brothers and sisters in person. You know, that walk with them, them being able to have that comfort, that miracle that he worked. Driving south from Cincinnati, I routinely avoided all city traffic, but this time because a semi-tractor trailer had flipped, I was forced to go through downtown Louisville during rush hour. Traffic was horrible, and I was so scared that I started praying, please God, help me. I kept repeating that when I noticed that my son was in the back seat praying, please God, help mommy, over and over again too. All at once, I noticed that instead of being in the middle of traffic, there was a wide space around me with a wall of cars in front and behind me, but nothing around me. The relief I felt was so intense, I had no problem getting through the city and all the way home. It's another person I know very closely, and they hate traffic. It gives them claustrophobia. They get, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. They needed help, and they got it. I think the little boy in the back seat, <laughs> I don't know if it was, he needed help for mom or he needed help for himself. He's probably scared to death. <laughs> but they went to the Christ and they asked for that help, and it was there. You know, each and everything that we do, and it surrounds us, that's what we need to be doing. We need to ask for that help. Because we will build our relationship with God through that. It talks about in James, them trials that we're doing. You know, we're not going to be happy that we're sick. We're not going to be happy because an eyelash got in there and we're afraid we're going to wreck. What we're going to be happy about is everything that we go through, we've got somebody to help us. It says to be pure joy. The joy is knowing that God and Christ is there each and every day. No matter how little or how big, all we have to do is ask and he's there. Thanksgiving is the time that we normally gather around the table and ask for that thanks, but we also know that it should be Every day that we walk, every day that we walk beside Jesus and he beside us, should be that glorious day. We should have Thanksgiving all the time. Of course, that would be all right with me because I love turkey. <laughs> now, I believe Gage is next. And before he reads, I'm gonna, I just thought of this, so I'm going to embarrass him. One of the things I don't have in this here is a time when we thought we was going to lose him and his brother. And Shama called and said, would it be all right we come over and talk? That was on a Wednesday night. 
Then I looked, turned around, one car pulled in the driveway, and another car, and another car, and another car. I have a picture, and, and like I said, I, I just thought of it, but I, that picture shows everybody in that room. Everybody was there for him and his brother and for me and Charity, suffering we was going through. We know how that made us feel, right? It was a beautiful thing. Let's turn that around a little bit and the things that Christ does for us. Don't you think it was that beautiful for him? I mean, to be able to help each and every one of us? Well, it turned out that he decided to stay with us, or they decided to let him stay, so it worked out all right. <laughs> Go ahead, Gage. I have so much to be thankful for in this life. I've been through some hard times, but God has always brought people into my life when I needed to be lift up, lifted up. I thank him for giving me, my family, and friends that have stayed by my side through the most difficult times. That's an advantage of knowing the people in the congregation. This family we're talking about, I mean, they got a lot of sons and daughters. And they're not technically sons and daughters, but to them they are. You know, grandma and grandpa, mom and dad, they sit there and just do everything for them because these people are so warm-hearted. They also need help at this time as they go in, in their golden years. And that family cares for them and loves them so much that they need help. And they just turn around and somebody's standing there. What do you need? I think God put that in a situation where it's paying back all the beautiful things that they did for others growing up. Because they had neighborhood kids, called them mom and dad. They had... uh, just with just that kind of people, whatever kid felt comfortable around and felt loved, and that's just it. They truly gave out love. It wasn't well, you know, as neighbor kid will treat him good. No, they loved them, and now it's showing back that they're being loved back. Talk up. <laughs> I had not seen my mother for several my mother for several years after she moved to Florida. When she died suddenly, I felt so upset, knowing that I would never be able to say what I wanted to say to her or set things right. But I feel that God made it possible for me to attend my mother's funeral and see the family I've missed seeing for several years and renew those bonds that had broken. He always finds a way. Was it done that day? No. Was it done that week? No. On this situation, for this person here, is 
over a month. But they got that luxury of being there, talking to their brothers and sisters, talking to their uh, friends and, and family, what that they all knew, what they lived with for so many years and shared their life with. They was able to stand there and be able to tell that mother uh, that they was sorry for the things they'd done as a, a kid with I know she felt loved and I know God was a, a way that they could do that and reach that goal but sometimes we take it for granted the things that he does now it's, uh, do I have you on eight Richard Seven. Okay. Seven. okay which one are you? Seven. Okay. When my husband had been given the result of the exam saying he had a heart attack and would need an angiogram to see how bad the damage was, I hit my knees in prayer asking that he heal him. After the exam, when the doctor came out to tell me that there was no evidence of any heart problem, the shocked look on my face made him ask if I wanted there to be something. Well, of course not, but I was just so surprised. We don't know if the first reading was a false reading, and it well, well could have been. But the situation that person gave the credit to who it belonged to, her every father. These things, these trials went in front of this person and didn't hesitate to go to his father in prayer. And we know it worked out good for them. And you, we can surely be thankful for what happened. The blessing that we have because that person is still here in the congregation and truly loves to be here. I was in a terrible car accident and had been unconscious throughout the emergency room treatment and admittance to the hospital. I had no idea where I was when I woke up and stared at the girl standing at the foot of my bed. I hadn't seen her in almost a year, and there she was standing and watching me. She said that she was coming down Columbia Parkway, and something made her stop to see me that day. When they told her that I'd been in a bad accident the night before and was in the hospital, she just felt that she needed to come and check on me. What possibly made her stop on that particular morning? Have you ever felt, you know, you you heard something or something just draws you? I know we had we read earlier that the lady just something just nagged at her. She needed to 
uh, get with them and, and get them two together. Just a nag there over and over and over for so he finally done it. This person here turned around and was that person was being something told them that they needed to stop. Something told them they needed to go on to the hospital. I know seven years later this couple found each other and was married. You ready, Jay? Yeah, I'm. Uh, you go ahead, Ryan. I'm All sorry. Right. On September 26th, I was coming back from a walk up the street to our house. I saw a, I saw a car backing out of a driveway and stopped. There are no sidewalks on the street. The car stopped at the street, so I continued walking, but then the car started moving backwards again. I yelled, but the car kept moving. I got knocked over in the middle of the street. My left shoe was knocked off, and my walker was lying on its side. Later, I realized that the car had run over my left shoe and over my toes. I wasn't seriously hurt, but had a little trouble getting up, nothing more than my usual troubles. After hitting me, then she continued backing up and backed her car completely across the street and over the curb and onto the grass on the other side of the street. The driver was our neighbor who had her son with her. He called the EMTs because he wanted me to get checked out. I had a scratch on my hand and scratches on both my knees. I found another scratch later on my arm. When the Erlanger EMTs and police came, they took all my information and asked if I wanted to go to the hospital. I didn't want to go since I didn't feel like I was seriously hurt. After filling out all the information and having me sign the forms, they left. Thinking about it later, I think the car may have hit my walker and not my body, but she knocked the walker over and so I went over too. I realized that if she had hit me a few seconds later, I would have been under the car. I'm so very thankful to God for his protection. Well, we got the luck and the the prayers for this. I think it was last week. This person asked for the prayers and, and, and to thank God for what happened to him. You know, it, it's another way that God does something all the time in our lives, and. We appreciate what he've done, and we need to always see this and, and, and go to our family and pray for it, to thank him and praise him for what he's done. You know, a lot of times we'll ask for things, but we also got to remember we need to pray to him and, and praise him for all the beautiful things that he's done, for all these things that we've talked about here today. You know, if it wasn't for him in our lives, where would we be? We'd truly be empty. I was in the hospital waiting to find out what was making me so ill. Turned out I needed a procedure that was to help save my life. It was so scary. Hearing all the opinions about what would be my best option was confusing and even more disturbing. Making a choice was hard, but I believe that God answered my prayers and guided me to make the right choice. I talked to this person last night, or yesterday, I believe. You know, that would be a scary thing. 
that you had to make the decision of which course to go, which one would work and would would the choice that they have truly be the best one for them? And there was things that you know they had to weigh and which way they should go and 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 all that pressure on them because if they picked the wrong way we would like the old saying goes we'd have been reading about them not talking to them but no since I'm reading this we know that uh, God blessed us again they was all right. They're strong and very cheerful, without saying names. But we're truly been blessed. You know, we walk every day in this world. We have to live in this world. And like I said, the world is the valleys that we have to face. We, we're the trials that we have. Each and every day has to be surrounded by Christ. A lot of people say, oh, you should take care of this, you should take it. No. Go to your Father with anything. He wants to be there. We need to learn and appreciate and understand that that's what the Lord wants us to do. He wants us to come to Him because someday... Someday it's going to be a lot bigger challenge. Someday the devil's going to tempt us to its unreal, to do something wrong when we know it's wrong. But it's so tempting. But since we walked through that valley, we have learned our lesson, we have built our perseverance up, and we're not lacking. So we can overcome whatever he throws at us. Because we can go to Jesus Christ and say, help me. You've always been there for me. Please help me overcome this. And he'll be there. You know, we truly would not know how beautiful that mountaintop is. We could not realize how beautiful it would look if we didn't have to walk through them valleys. And we really would never realize or maybe even get the chance to know what heaven would be like if we didn't have to walk through the valleys and build up that perseverance so the times that it's going to be tempting us so much that we couldn't overcome because we weren't strong enough. So that's why God has put these things in our lives. That's why we've been blessed in so many ways. And I truly feel you know, things happen to people what's not Christians. I feel that God lives in their lives too because he loves each and every one of them. He wants them to come up with the knowledge and understanding that who he is. And he helps. And all we can do is pray that they realize that 
help them with the word, help them understand why things happen. And let them know and witness to them about the things that God has done for you. You know, a lot of times we don't know what to say or how to say it and talk about the Bible. But we know why we're here. We know what he's done for us. We know the blessings that we've had and who gave them to us. Let us let them know about them blessings. Why it makes us, why we can laugh at something, why we could worry about something. I felt sorry for my family itself, my brothers and sisters. Because I worked with my father for 33 years. They couldn't work with him a day. They just argued back and forth because they knew I always use the example, and it's a true example. It's not just a word. It's a true example. He would say, Jay, go out there and get that black car and bring it around. And I know he needed the red car, was what he's talking about. Instead of saying, Dad, you mean that red one? I went and got the car. Three years before my father passed, he was down in Warsaw, and got baptized down there in the Church of Christ. I got to spend that time with my father one-on-one. I got to know him and I got to know his past and and, and what he wanted. But I also knew the man himself, good man. What would have not been there if it wasn't for the way that somebody touched his heart and got him to go ahead and get baptized. So when I looked down at that coffin, I remembered all the good times and all the beautiful things. My brothers and sisters didn't have that time with him. We need to give each and every person that we possibly can give it to the time to be spending with Jesus Christ to understand who he is what he does teach him through scripture but also teach him through the heart sometimes it's not the what you say it's with the heart you say it with Let them see the love that you have and why you have it. At this time, we'll do an invitation. If anybody wants to give their life to Christ, wants to walk that walk with him, wants to be baptized, dunked into that water and erase the sins and and forever be in him, come forward today. Or if you have any prayers that you would like us to pray for and pray with you, let's do that today. Wait a minute. That's right. I'm so used to doing it right after I'm during the singing. But we don't do it this way. But let me know, or let any of our men of this congregation know that you need help.
And sometimes women doesn't like to do that. So let them go to their family and let us know. We want you to find the Lord Jesus Christ. We want you to live that life with him and be blessed through him in so many ways.